0: I'm back in your ears with another episode. Today, I like to talk about another evergreen question, the question of tooling, but not the whole thing. I'm actually focusing today about one particular aspect of it. That's the software recording side. If you listen to this, you probably figured some of the solutions I'm going to suggest out already. The core question I'm trying to answer is what software should you use to record your podcast? Now, if you've seen the original little YouTube video where I demonstrated how to get a podcast started on Anchor, then you may have noticed you don't need any specific software to get started. Actually, everything that can record audio will do. And there's a surprising amount of free tools out there that do just that. It starts with the voice recorder software that's coming with pretty much all operating systems. Even on Windows, if you notice that there is no voice recorder in the system, well, it's just one click away in the Microsoft Store and, again, it's for free. Those tools usually don't give you much choice what formats you produce, but they record audio and to get started, it's actually more important to have a decent microphone quality. means get close to your mobile phone or buy yourself a proper microphone than to have a specific format in mind. People will tell you that the best formats you can produce are lossless formats and compression here and bitrate there and audio versus mono and whatever. The truth is, to get started and to have a decent entry-level quality, it doesn't matter. Most tools today produce something around 128 kilobit per second audios That's plenty for a voice-based audio format. And the reverse is true as well. If you have a crap microphone, for instance, if you're using your MacBook's built-in microphone while being a meter or so away from the device, well, there isn't a single high-quality encoding algorithm that will save your bad audio from being bad audio. Now, you probably don't want to use anything because it's very quickly the case that you want to cut out something or you have the desire to add an intro and outro or some jingles or whatnot. So you want to have some editing capabilities. And here is usually where the confusion starts. Now, the probably by far most recommended piece of software out there for aspiring podcasters is Audacity. And don't get me wrong. Audacity is a fine choice. Although, I personally think there are plenty of better choices out there. But first, maybe what is Audacity? It's simply an open source audio editing tool. You can download it for free. You can install it pretty much anywhere. And it allows you to have multiple tracks of audio. You can cut, paste, do some noise removal. You can even install plugins. So Audacity can do a lot of things. And amazing content has been produced by Audacity. And to be completely honest, if a capable audio editor is your goal, but you have exactly zero budget to spend on, then Audacity may be your go-to option. Although I would argue that on the Mac, maybe take a closer look at GarageBand at the very least. I would say GarageBand actually would be the better choice, but that, comes down to taste and whatever your specific needs are. As soon as you prepare to spend, I don't know, something around 50 to 100 bucks maybe, a ton of tools become available that are actually much better than Audacity. Because Audacity, for better or worse, has destructive editing only. Means whenever you hit save, whatever you did to your file is now baked into your saved file. And if you didn't do proper backups, then you may have just deleted an essential part of your recording that you can never recover. And believe me, it happens. Also, there are frequently used plugins in Audacity that actually do more harm than good. The dreaded noise removal functionality is a good example. I can hear it in podcasts when people use that. It generates artifacts, especially when people desperately try to remove something like a fan humming away in the background or something like that. There are alternative tools for that, or rather techniques to remove something like a humming sound for instance but since audacity conveniently comes with a menu option saying noise removal people use it and i can hear it in podcasts it introduces artifacts when overdone it sounds thin as a result and remember destructive editing so here's my advice stay away from audacity unless you really need it so when would you need it no budget, and a platform that has no alternative to offer. Instead, look at one of the following tools. GarageBand, Reaper, and Hindenburg Journalist. All three are excellent options. Reaper specifically is done by the folks that gave us the Winamp player. Listeners above 30 of age may remember that one. And in Germany, we have an active open source extension for Reaper that turns Reaper into a podcast production suite called Ultraschall. So if you're not afraid of finding a way with the help of Google Translate through the occasional German landing page, you may consider downloading this. I drop a note in the show notes so you can find it more easily. That would turn your Reaper installation into a really slick-looking, very powerful podcast production tool. And Hindenburg Journalist, finally, is the only tool I know of that's created with the needs of a radio producer in mind. So not music-focused, but voice-radio-focused. So it's a tool suite designed for radio and for podcasters. The basic version actually can do most of the things most podcasters need. Only if you plan to record multiple tracks on your computer, or if you want to have some additional comfort when bringing in Skype, for instance, as a call-in track, then you would need the pro version. And every couple of months, Actually, Hindenburg is available at a discount price that is very, very reasonable. So definitely worth a look. Give it a try. Take it for a test run. Of course, there are other tools as well. Folks that are familiar with the Adobe tools probably know Audition. That is a very powerful audio editing suite. Again, like most, optimized for music creators. But it does work for podcasters as well. So it's probably worth a look. Radio professionals often use Pro Tools. I personally tested and tried it. I don't like it that much. For me, it's too resource hungry and it's not really very intuitive. But of course, it comes with the advantage that you would learn the industry standard, if you will. From here, the list could go on and on. Of course, there are plenty of tools that can edit audio. The ones I mentioned are those that seem to be pretty common in the podcaster community globally. And so you therefore stand a chance to find somebody supporting you should you run into any trouble. If you try to establish a mobile-only workflow with, I don't know, your iPad as your main recording device or such a thing, then you may want to also look into a tool called Ferrite. I hope I'm not butchering this or Ferrite. I don't know. It runs on the Apple ecosystem and you can use it to do multi-track recording. By the way... Plugging in audio devices on your iPad or your Android device should work, at least if the device connects through regular USB audio device settings, as most of them actually do. All right, and that's it for today's episode, my little rundown on recording and editing software. I'm putting the names of everything I mentioned in the notes to this episode. And I leave it to you to extend that list. Give me feedback if there was something I forgot to mention or you had particular good experiences with. Bye.